Hello, welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. It's the Friday, it's that time we got on the roller coaster of life for the sequel goodness where we go ups and downs and the frills and spills and we scream a lot because we like sequels. I. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your analogies were yeah. getting really good and it, that I feel like that one. The roller coaster's gone all the way Do you down. Think that's and not better come or worse than the last two weeks. Do you know what? Like, it's a good. The roller coaster's a good analogy. I just think you lost it a little bit when you were trying to like fit well, in. As soon as I said the dips have go down, I was like, <laughs> oh, I've got to try and get this back up. But I think that's really good from what we're going to do today. Anyway, Rich, before we go into that, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to do this quickly. Uh, my name is Dave. I'm one of the hosts of Unequal Sequel. That other voice you can hear is. Rich, he's the other voice of Unequal Sequel. We're a podcast and we talk about sequels. There you go. I mean, you probably know that if you're listening. But like, to new listeners. Well, yeah, know. but even new listeners, they've probably gone, oh, Unequal Sequel. I wonder if that's a podcast about trees. Like, <laughs> I think they'd probably guess we're a podcast yeah, about sequels. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, what are we doing today? Uh, we are doing... And forgive me, because this is slightly last minute, um, because September is not they a good need, month for movies. They don't need to know this. Well, I mean, you know, the Queen died, and then September's not a good month for movies anyway, so it's all been a bit of a perfect storm, but <laughs> yeah. we have come up with something, yes, and it is have. our top five trilogies, and there are rules there are arbitrary rules which we must follow so yes, trilogies for arbitrary rules there must be three and only three so you can't have Mission Impossible 1, 2 and 3 for example because there are three more movies after mm-hmm. so there, it's, it's got to be one that's only three movies although so no Toy Stories no, no Toy Indiana stories, Joneses no Indiana Joneses although if it's three movies and a reboot then you can discount the reboot and still count it as a trilogy. Apparently, that's called. Along to Dave. With, at some point, someone's called it a trilogy. I think. Well, yeah, but like Star Wars was a trilogy originally. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say, "Hey, I love the Mission Impossible trilogy." Well, it was when it, it was a trilogy when there's only three of them, Dave. Yeah, but there's not. <laughs> you're, you're, you're ruining my words. I found Rich when I suggested this. I thought this would be easy. Mm, it's not, is uh, it? It's really difficult, and I'm really sorry about that. And also, the other rule is we have to have seen all of the movies in the trilogy. Yes. So we can't pick a trilogy where we've not seen all of the movies. So therefore, I've not been able to pick the Godfather trilogy, for example, because okay, I've never seen Godfather 3. So I've not been able to pick that. What about the before trilogy? That well, came up on everyone's list, and I still have not seen You the have last preempted one. <laughs> one of my picks. Yes. <laughs> they must be good then. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, should we start at five and work our way up? So, yes. I wouldn't say worse because these are still very good. Definitely there's not also, worse. No. But... There's lots and lots of bad trilogies, it seems. Hey, yeah. did you know there was a Free Willy trilogy? I did not. No, there is a Mighty Ducks trilogy, though. I uh, thought that's right up your street. It nearly made it, but the third one does let it down. Oh, okay. Okay. In my eyes. I don't know about everyone else. Mm. But okay. So you go on, number five. Number five, the Naked Gun trilogy. Oh, that's a good I one. Wanted, I wanted a comedy in there, like an all-out comedy. I was really racking my brains, and I was like, right, I'm going to go back to when I was younger, and what did I find absolutely hilarious? And I loved Airplane, and obviously Airplane's not quite a trilogy, but the Naked Gun trilogy, Leslie Nielsen, fantastic. Absolutely love it. 
Do you think the first two are stronger than the last one? I haven't oh, watched yes. the last one in a while. Yes, I do. But 33 and a third has a special place in my heart because it's the one I saw first. And I loved it. I, 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 I just rolled around laughing at it. And that's why I managed to watch the other two. So, no, it isn't as good. The first two are much better. But I still have a, there's still got a soft spot for 33 and a third. I do have a feeling that. I think our top five trilogies are not going to be the best trilogies out there, but they're going to be our favourite trilogies. Definitely our favourite trilogies. So I think I'm going to preempt and say that, guys, mm. these are my favourite, they're not the best <laughs> yeah. films ever. They're the stuff that I enjoy the most and yeah. probably the most rewatchable. Okay, Absolutely. Like you, Naked Gun, hugely rewatchable. You mm. can just put that on it's got, whenever and it's watch got it. so many levels of comedy. So there's like, there's one-liners in there, there's innuendo, there's mm. physical comedy, you know, it, it kind of hits every bit of the, if you, if you hate physical comedy, but you love one-liners, then you're, there's still something for you. If you like clever stuff, but hate, but hate one-liners, you know, it's, it, it, there's always stuff in there for you. It's very, very good. It's also a good trilogy because you watch one, you want to watch the yeah, other because you've absolutely. had such a good time. And yeah, by the time you get to the third one and it wanes a bit, but you've had such a crack in like, what, six hours by that point as a mm. trilogy. You think, oh, that that was a good love. I don't think you can do that for all trilogies. I think certain points let you up and down. Um, and sometimes films of trilogies are hard to get through, mm. a.k.a. Godfathers. Yes, yeah. I mean, they're three very long movies. The Godfather yes. movies on there. I've not, like I say, I haven't seen three, so I can't say. But, okay. Yeah. So, what about you, Dave? What's your first choice? My number five. I'm going to change this around. Is okay. Is the Ghostbusters trilogy, and I'm going to call it a trilogy. Okay. Is it, because I actually agree with this. Crossing Ghostbusters out because I thought it wouldn't be allowed. So it is allowed <laughs> because those three films, Ghostbusters one, two, and Afterlife, yeah, are. A in the same universe. Yeah, I get that. Absolutely. The other get one that. is a separate film. So if if they brought out other films from that, that would be that trilogy. I un I understand. I didn't realise that was the rule until too late, basically. So I'd already crossed. I, I, Ghostbusters was in. It was penciled in the list, and I thought, no, I think that breaks the rules, and I've crossed it out. But it's really good to know that you've picked it because absolutely, a it was a late entry. Got like remembered about because I was like, oh my god, no! Recently, I've really enjoyed Ghostbusters mm. Afterlife, um, and we, we all know if you listen to our Eagle sequel, you know this is a safe space for Ghostbusters too. Oh yes, it's a, it's a huge, huge movie for me and Rich. It's probably one of the first uh, sequels I ever watched. Mm -hmm. It's definitely one of the first one my parents sat down and watched with me because they felt it was like okay this is like adulty childrenly family film that everyone can enjoy together yeah and and ghostbusters one is a fucking masterpiece absolutely absolutely and you can watch all three in a row and you still have a good time i'm surprised there's only five on your list dave it was going to be three on mine <laughs> before i changed it no it was close it, it, it actually in my list it is number four but i've just put one above it oh okay okay i've just changed my mind so but ghostbusters one two afterlife at the moment before the fourth one gets comes out still counts announced, the trilogy for now yeah at this very moment we can do a redux episode at some point uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and change our minds but, but at the moment the ghostbusters illa trilogy it's a they're brilliant films they've all got the same characters just about <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have no. There's there's reoccurring characters through there. That's okay. There's a theme, mm, absolutely, isn't it? Yeah, 
Cool. So what about your number four then? Because you said you've edged Ghostbusters into five. I want to know what's okay, done that edging. Okay, this is going to be the controversial one, I okay. think. And it's Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy. That's uh, my number two. <laughs> <laughs> I thought again, I put a big question to... mark on that and then a, an alternative in case you wouldn't let me <laughs> no it's quite famously a trilogy that's what I thought um, yeah I don't know how but you know the different flavours hmm. uh, they are and there's always so Cornetto the Cornetto trilogy is Shaun of the Dead Hot Fuzz and The World's End yes again there is a weaker one <laughs> Which one would you call the week? I think the world's end. I think world's end is a week. I I love the world's end. Oh, I think really? I, I know. I know. I'm in a minority. A lot of people say it's definitely weakest, and mm. some people say it's not good. I completely disagree with everyone. It's good. I think it's just the weakest. I think it's of the Simon three. Pegg's best role. Really, okay. the way he attacks it uh, mm. and the, the effort he puts into it. Not saying he's not good in in Sean and Hot Fuzz because they Hot Fuzz those is my two favorite are, of the three. Definitely, they're hilarious and they're so different to each other. So one's a a, a zombie film, then you've got an actiony film, and then you've got like a sci-fi film. But they're, they're all great fun. I think. I think they're all very well made yeah. certainly some of the best British films made in the last what 20 years now is Shaun of Dead still in this 20 year category or is it now 21 22 years old I think it's I think it, oh I don't know how I don't old know. do you want yeah I, oh. oh I'm going to check I'm going to check when was Shaun of the Dead I, I don't want it to be 20 years old because I will feel really flipping old <laughs> I remember us going to watch Hot Fuzz in Portsmouth I don't know if you were there at that point uh, we had a weekend in Bogner did we? Uh, I sort of do remember that. Um, Shaun of the Dead is 20 years old next year. No, oh, two years. 2004 it came out. Oh, good. Because James, it was famous for when we went, James bought the wrong time tickets for himself. I was there. I do remember that. <laughs> Famously, we love you, James, but you're an idiot. So This is our friend James from university. No one, not many people listen to the podcast will know who he is, but... He's famously an idiot. <laughs> and you'd think he was buying tickets at a different time. No, he was standing next to someone while we were booking tickets. <laughs> he was with us. Yeah. <laughs> he was He was with us. We all bought our tickets and he bought tickets for the wrong time. <laughs> he still got in the show and it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was okay. But uh, I, I could not tell you which one I love more or less out of this trilogy. I think, yes, the, the third one is, is a lot more mature than the other two. Mm. And I, as soon as I saw Shaun of the Dead, it was, it was just love at first sight. And you think, how can you top that? And then Hot Fuzz comes out and it's like this bad boys yeah. cop film in like Point Somerset. Break. Yeah, loved it, loved it. I think I was, um, so I was a massive Spaced fan. I was really mm-hmm. into Spaced. And I think I heard on the grapevine that there was a movie coming. Um, whether it's going to be a spaced movie or what it's going to be, um, yeah. And then I had that. I read an article that, that of interviewing Edgar Wright where he, he described it as a zom rom com, and I was in. I was in, and there were there was a call out for kind of spaced fans to the spaced fan club to go and be zombie extras. So all the zombie extras are all members of the spaced fan club. Why didn't you go? I I don't know. I think I was doing I was at uni and I was busy and we were doing stuff. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't go, but I didn't go. Uni. I, when you were reading, like you first heard about Sean and Dead, you thought he can't be that good, but they honour, you know, George Romero's oh yeah zombie film so well. It's really good. It's and it's really, really bloody. Good. It's really frightening. Mm. It's really funny. Nick Frost is incredibly funny in it. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Hot Fuzz is the same thing. 
Yeah. It's just they're quotable. They're all so quotable. Big bushy beard. Oh, just smacked my microphone out of the way. We'll try that again, shall we? <laughs> no. Aww. So you, you don't like the third one? You don't? Or no, you no. Don't it's not that I don't like it. I do like it. I just think the first two are on another level, and that is slightly below the, the world's end. Is slightly below the other two. But no, I do like it. I definitely do okay, like that's it. good. I've got a massive poster that's going to go on my wall, and I've got all three of them to sign it at one point when I went into HMV mm. quite a few years ago now. Now, I'm thinking, should I change my second so it doesn't match you? But I'm keeping it. Cornetto Trilogy is number two for me. So Okay, yeah. so what's your number four? My number four is the Before Trilogy. We've we've talked about it already. Mentioned it. So you've caught up and watched all of these. I've seen, I've watched last all time, three. Last yeah. time we spoke about these, you hadn't watched the last one. I had never seen them. I hadn't seen them before we had them on the podcast. So before uh, Leila Latif chose it as her as her favourite sequel. And Jane Crowther. And then Jane Crowther saw it again. And I watched the first one before the Jane Crowther episode. So it's in one and two. And then I watched number three last night so that I could get it into this. <laughs> and they're all ju- as good as each thing. other because the second one's amazing. For me, it's two, three, one. Really? Mm. Okay. Yeah. So... The second film is the is incredible. It's it is incredible, and it the the third film I find that Ethan Hawke's character is Jesse is starting to grate on me a little because he's just a bit feckless <laughs> and annoying. I'm like, if you could just communicate, none of these things would be a problem. So for people that don't know about the Before trilogy, they're uh, written and directed by Richard Linklater. And they are very stripped down movies centered on two characters, essentially. And in the first movie, they meet on a train. He's flying back to to America. She's off to Paris. They're they're in Vienna. And they they kind of have 24 hours together, basically. And it's a very kind of conversational movie. And you go through Vienna with them and you know see a is there as much walking in the, in the other ones as the other two three there is two not so much one okay. not so much I, I yeah, think okay. like, there's there, there are more cuts in one whereas two is like one like long movie essentially they they meet up again in Paris sort of by accident sort of on purpose nine years later Jesse is married and got a kid and yeah they, they sort of meet up again um, and I don't want to spoil what happens but there is a third one, so you can guess. But yeah, it's one, it's brilliantly shot. It's beautiful. You feel like you are eavesdropping on someone's private conversation. Yeah. It absolutely tugs at my heartstrings. And yeah, it's a, it's a wonderfully made film. Um, it's And then the third one, the third one is in Greece. It's set in Greece. And um, yeah, Jesse and... Um, Celeste, yeah, are together. Right? Yeah, it's, it is right. Yeah, uh, they're together, and they they've been married and they've got children, and this is kind of like they're 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 having a rocky time in their marriage. Essentially, there's some hints that maybe Jesse has cheated, and yeah, there's a, there's there, there's some bumps in the road. He basically wants to move back to America. She wants to stay in Paris. Um, and there's a nice, a really nice long walking sequence through this Greek village where they're staying, going to a hotel. And yeah, it's not quite as good as the second one. I think there's a few bits in it that I find a bit jarring. There's some unnecessary nudity that I don't know why is in there. I don't okay. know. It feels a bit Love weird. It. Like, but I don't know. And then yeah, it kind of ends in a way that you think there could be a fourth one. 
maybe? Well, this is why I haven't watched it yet, because mm. I'm still waiting for someone to, I think, pick this as their dream sequel. Mm. Which, when we're on the show, we normally watch the one before it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly scope for a four, but I would well, watch three it's if I were you. It's one of those films you watch every, so much you make every 15 years to see where these characters are. Yeah, yeah. But I hear from the grapevine that this is a lot of people's, yes, would be in their top five mm. trilogies. And I've only watched the second one. I think I've watched the first one, but I have no recollection. And the third one is definitely a blind spot of me. But if they're anything like the second one, which is fantastic... Yeah, yeah. Um, the second one, I think, is the best of the trilogy. And I can see why. And the third is close. And the first one, maybe I'm just too old for the first one because it's a story of kind of very young love. And I'm a bit old and cynical for that now. I'm, oh. I'm basically the same age they are in the third one. They're four, 41 in that one. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah. Maybe I'm, Wait I'm the, the third next one. one. But the second one was, was, is, is my favourite, I think. Anyway. What's your number three? Well, go straight it back was into you. going to be Ghostbusters, but I took it out because I thought it was against the rules. And this is it's probably links very, very closely to what we talked about last week, but it's the Clerks trilogy. Really? Yeah. Clerks 1, 2, and 3. I did not see that coming. No? After our conversation last week. <laughs> well, okay. I thought about having... There is officially the Jersey trilogy, which is Clerks, More Rats, and Chasing Amy. And I felt like... Is it? Yeah, apparently that, okay. that's the Jersey that's a good trilogy. One. And I kind of felt like maybe that was cheating a little bit, seeing as there's now a Clerks 2 and a Clerks 3. Mm. So, you know, the Jersey trilogy doesn't quite feel like the trilogy it should be. But Clerks, the Clerks trilogy, I think, is definitely my number three. I still love Clerks. I love Clerks 2 even more. And I think... Once I've watched Clerks three another four or five times, then maybe I'll, I'll get that into my heart as well. But I was thinking about Clerks three a lot over the weekend. Mm. Obviously, we watched it, we reviewed it, and we said it's good, but we didn't love it. Yeah. I think it's it's going to be a grower. I think if I watch all three of them back to back, I'll like Clerks three more than I did when I when we did the review last week. Do you realise the last two film the trilogies you picked are like the same kind of base? <laughs> yeah, well... They released them every. 15 years away it's pretty much and, and, it, and it's seeing how these characters that you love in different places in their life I, I'm, I'm a man of very simple pleasures and those are the sort of movies I like clever dialogue you know cl- you know that's nothing particularly has to massively happen no just <laughs> really well written action, dialogue just really well written dialogue with characters I care about yeah and we all we all know if you listen to these episodes that you I think you're currently a two one three man, Clerks. But yeah. Clerks was a big moment for you. It made you yeah yeah kind of changed one of the films that made you change your your life direction. Absolutely yeah completely. I can't I can't argue. And that's that. why I have to have Clerks in there because the Clerks the trilogy you know because two is so good, and one was so important, and yet I can't judge it on three. Three isn't enough to bring the bring the trilogy down. But it's a solid film. We did say and three it was a is a solid, solid film. film. I didn't hate three. I just didn't love it. And maybe, but maybe I will love it in the future. Maybe because yeah, expectations were too high at that mm, point. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So yeah, what I about mean, you? What's your third? Well, this is when it starts getting predictable for me. Three, <laughs> um, Back to the Future trilogy. Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling that being that I deliberately didn't pick that because I knew you would. <laughs> I think. There isn't a weak film in the Back to the Future trilogy. Mm. There's a lot of people out there that don't like the third one. There's a lot of people out there that don't like the second one. <laughs> um, 
and they can all agree that the first one is a masterpiece i think mm. i i mean it's weird there is people it is weird when you start people who watch it now and they're like oh the mother son thing's a bit weird mm-hmm. but as soon as you kind of get over that and the it, i i think it's aged really well it's I've loved it since the dawn of time, Back to the Future, <laughs> I think. since the first, It was like love at first sight. I just... Yeah. Michael J. Fox was so cool. Skateboarding, hoverboards, the DeLorean, oh, going to a Western. I had the Mega Drive game of Back to the Future 3, which was the most difficult game in the world, and you couldn't get past the first, second level. <laughs> I just think they're brilliant films. They're escapism. They're the best non-Steven Spielberg film that he's made if that makes sense mm. up there probably with the Goonies because he's made a lot of films he's produced and he yeah yeah and he's had a hand in but not had a hand in but it because it, it kind of feels like a Spielberg film the music mm. and the way it's shot but Robert Zemeckis obviously directed all three of them and it's nice that there's a the same hand in all three of them I would watch Back to the Future 1, 2 and 3 back to back for the rest of the eternity I think and still be happy yeah why not yeah it's a good choice <laughs> it's a good choice I knew you would pick it I knew it'd be in the top three. Uh, that's why I didn't. <laughs> I thought everyone loved Back to the Future films. Mm, yeah. And now, yeah. apparently that's not a thing. Apparently Back to the Future 2 is not as beloved as, as you, <laughs> you think it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm a one, two, three pet man. I think that uh, one's the best, two's a close second, and three is a close third, essentially. What I've learned from this is that, I'm trying to research this and trying to... That, Perfect trilogies probably don't exist. No, no, true. There's always there's always one that's not as strong, I think. And there was a couple of films there, trilogies, that were pretty much perfect, and then they've tacked on the endings. Mm. Uh, a fourth. It's like a Toy Story, like Toy Story trilogy, when it was just three of them. Yeah. I think that would both be in our list. It was, 100%. Indiana Jones, yeah. if it was just three of them. Would have been in the list, definitely. I think the I think the Bourne films Die Hard would have been in oh, there. Oh, well, Die Hard has gone. Yeah, yeah Lethal but I like Weapon the fourth, would have been in there. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. They're all good, the lethal weapons. Mm, but, but I think but doing a good trilogy is is very hard to stick. Look at The Matrix. Absolutely. Didn't make it through no, that didn't. as a trilogy. And they added a fourth, uh, and it's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some films that you think, why is this a trilogy? Like the Hangover films. Well, yeah. I think the Hangover part one. Actually, I'm just going to call it Hangover. The Hangover is really good. And the other two really are good. shocking. Like, just nonsense. I've still never returned to them. No. They made me angry. Uh, well, everyone knows what my second choice is, Dave, because we've already talked about it, the Cornetto trilogy. Um, well, so what's your number two? Well, okay, this is difficult, and these could change different day to day. Star Wars, episodes four to six. Yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> I had that pegged as your number one, actually, but yeah. Oh, and we all know what my number one's going <laughs> to be. I know what your number one uh, is. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Weirdly, Return of the Jedi is still my favourite of these three. I think it's the best star wars film there is it's incredible the freeway battle at the end is one of the best pieces of cinema ever yeah now okay you're an empire <laughs> fan i'm an empire fan absolutely because i think empire does the thing you can only do when you know you're making a trilogy which is the baddies can win like absolutely. you can't end you can't if you're a standalone movie your baddies can't win if you're, you know, if you if you're not sure you're getting the the next one, your baddies can't win. The good guys still have to win. That's the rules of movies. No, there's a trilogy. You know, there's three parts. The baddies can win the middle one. And that is an amazing film. It is it is an amazing film. Also, guys, no one's picked that as best sequel yet. No, so if you're coming come on the on. show and we ask, then <laughs> please consider it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Star Wars means a lot to me. I remember watching it very young, continuously, I think. At every opportunity I could watch Star Wars, I watched Star Wars. Always thinking about Star Wars, mm. playing Star Wars, reading about Star Wars. There are now three Star Wars trilogies, can we say? Yes, yeah. I think probably letting you have Star Wars is pushing it a bit. Because no, because they're very separate stories. prequels and sequels, so... Yeah, no, but they're still three know. trilogies. Original trilogy. <laughs> I, I googled a lot of trilogies and this came up on every single one. So there's the originals, the prequels and the sequels right that's how they put them and they the other two don't even come near to this as a complete trilogy as three films put together i as three films you, they're amazing as storytelling i watched recently on disney plus the light and magic tv series yeah you mentioned have you that. watched this yet i haven't no no i haven't read that yet. man there's a, okay there's a there's a there's a scene in high fidelity when Rob is writing out his top five dream jobs and he keeps changing them and his ex-girlfriend's there reading, going, reading like working at uh, yeah, Rolling yeah. Stones between yeah, like that. Yeah. I think now one of my dream jobs was be would be working at ILM yeah. during that period of episode four <laughs> to six. They had the best time. Uh, so many creative genius minds doing stuff that wasn't possible mm. and i didn't realize how impossible lots of the stuff they did was yeah, yeah, yeah i've watched a lot of star wars stuff they're all incredible pieces of cinema even before george lucas went back and yeah you know, touched them up tinkled with them yeah, a little yeah, bit absolutely so okay so that's your number two so i, mm. I know what your number one is now so that's that's because <laughs> I, I had your one two three um but i wasn't sure what order you're going to pick them in um so i deliberately didn't pick those now I completely agree with you. Star Wars is possibly the best trilogy. I didn't pick it because, one, I thought it was against the rules because there are others, so (laughs) you cheated. Do your your research. (laughs) Two, I didn't pick it because I knew you were going to pick it, but I agree with you. Star Wars should be up there. So my number... So this is your number two. This is my number one Before you number one, can I suggest talk about the ones maybe we haven't mentioned? Okay, okay. And if it comes up, correct me. Godfather's trilogy. Yeah, obviously you haven't mentioned it because I haven't watched them all. Yeah, it, and like I said, they are probably good films, but the third one I feel lets it down. Yeah, uh, Evil Dead trilogy. Yes, again, I have seen them all actually now because we've watched them for the podcasts. But Solid that, trilogy that could well have been in there. Um, Austin Powers was in there. Oh, it was a, God, was a yeah, maybe. They're for me. fun, but I wouldn't call them the best trilogy. No, ever. no, again, not the best trilogy ever, but I like them. They're not. Yeah. Uh, again, we're talking about mine rather than. Okay, this is where the point. It might be one of these three, I reckon. the The Dollars trilogy. Uh, I yeah, it's it, again, it's possible. I can't remember if I've seen all of them because yeah, I didn't think. and a few more dollars do yeah, blend for a long time. I didn't think I'd seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I watched it, and I was like, I have definitely seen this before. <laughs> like, like I've definitely seen. So you it. might have not watched one of the other ones. Yeah, I mean, so my dad was quite into westerns, so we watched a few westerns and stuff. So chances are I have seen them, but I was probably too young to yeah. sort of take it all in. Um, okay, what about the new? And you might not have thought of this, but the new Apes trilogy. I did think of that. I did think of that, and that was which is probably the one of the best, most recent trilogies I mean, it, there have been. It, it's actually again, it's it's on it's <laughs> it's on my list, 
of yeah. ones I could have put in. Yeah, it's on my list as well. So I was tempted, when you said the Cornetto trilogy for yours, I was tempted to put the Apes trilogy in instead of that. They're, they um, are truly basically solid Basically, every films. choice I've got, I put a second choice, oh, just good. in case. So so where, so where number one, is it the, the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight films? Number one is Christopher Nolan Dark Knight films. You're right. <laughs> Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight is my number one choice. Yeah. Um, and it would have been it's that I'd put Star Wars slash that basically so so yeah there you go again I was trying to think of ones that I didn't think you would pick Um, Uh, I didn't pick Dark Knight Trilogy in there yeah mainly because you don't like Dark Knight Rises and I've recently (laughs) watched Dark Knight Rises but I think I enjoy the other trilogies more that I've spoken about okay more as as two films yes the Dark Knight is amazing Mm. Batman Begins is a it's fantastic i think the dark knight rises truly lets it down i would I, as you, a trilogy you're absolutely right it is the worst of the three i don't think it diminishes the the overall trilogy i don't think it's as bad as it's as bad as you do i can see that bad is bad's not the worst i can see that it's not great it's not the best it is a disappointment i still like it i still enjoy it <laughs> still like yeah i will still never get it. over that feeling i had when i came out of it i think yeah first time yeah okay all the other ones i picked when i've come out the third ones in particular mm. i'm still buzzing about that series yeah okay all right but so not your number on. one what? is then so you, no, no, you yeah, guess yeah. my no, number let's one about, let's talk your number one why do you like it so much the batman christopher nolan's i just think that and let's be i mean they're not yeah yeah i just think that it was a completely different way of telling that superhero story you know, when they came Agreed. out, it, there was it was such a different way of seeing Batman. We were so used to Tim Burton's Batman, which was dark but darkly comic, and and then the follow ones, which were just terrible. Um, and this was the first kind of proper grown up Batman. And we'd had Marvel movies, but this felt like even more grown up. You know, this is like I know they make the Marvel movies for for grown ups, but they're still they're still made for kids as well you know whereas you know so whereas this felt like this is not a movie that any kids are going to watch you know there's not a trilogy that any kids are going to watch it took some of you know the the some really good storylines and and worked on those it made some incredible villains and some slightly ropey villains um <laughs> but i don't i am also not someone who hates tom hardy's bane I mean, I don't, I don't hate that. I mean, I learned today that Bane is actually supposed to be like Hispanic, so yeah, that's probably a weird choice. Like, I don't know why they didn't get somebody who could have, you know, done that. But anyway, yeah, I think they're great. They're a great trilogy. Are you? Are, do you think the Dark Knight's the best one out of the three? Or yeah, there are a lot. Yeah, 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 there yeah. are a lot of people who love Batman Begins. Yeah, there are, but no, Dark Knight's best. Best, yeah, absolutely. And is that well? We've we've spoken about Dark Knight quite. We often. have, yeah. And we will in the future yeah, because it's going to be a it is, It's in the 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 Hall of Fame of yeah. unequal sequel, best sequels. Mm. But Batman Begins for a minute was so good at setting up that world, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah. Like you, it absolutely shocked me mm. because the previous ones had been so mental. But I think Batman Begins was also the first one I really watched as an adult. Mm. There was a big gap between Batman and Robin yeah. when I was definitely, I think I was twelve. So I never watched like Batman that. and Robin. I didn't watch exactly. Batman and Robin until we did this podcast. So the first time you watched Batman Begins is when you were really into films, probably, mm, right? Probably, yeah. And you think, 
oh this is this is this is the shit mm. yeah i think uh, look it it any other day like i said it probably could get in my top five trilogies it's probably sitting at number six okay so i i i it would probably be lower down incredible. my tri- in my list if i had allowed myself to pick ones i knew you were going to pick <laughs> hey you could do that That's i know no i could shame. but i want it to be interesting for the listeners <laughs> okay listeners well my number one is boring <laughs> i know exactly what your number one is it's yeah. going to be lord of the rings of course it is <laughs> it's lord of the rings fellowship two towers return of the king it is the greatest achievement of cinema ever apart from star wars episodes four to six um <laughs> I adore these films and I'm a little bit different I think The Two Towers is the greatest one I agree I, Two Towers is my favourite yeah I just think they're brilliant I remember I, yes before I watched the the films I did read the books I was that nerd I did question where Tom Bombadil was for a I while I read the books when I was at school like you know really? these things happen <laughs> they're very long they're very long yeah I read The Hobbit first and then I read The Lord of the Rings book I was very excited because I was a huge Peter Jackson nerd prior oh, right, Lord okay. of the Rings I watched all of his brain deads and you know mm. um, meet the feebles and stuff like that we probably way before my time but I knew who he was and then I read in a magazine he was making this Lord of the Rings films and that's when I started to research Lord of the Rings because at the same time there was early talks of him doing King Kong and I was excited for him to do that and then that went in the back burner yeah. and then actually read all about it in Ian Nathan's book okay that I keep talking about. Um, and the, so when Lord of the Rings came out, Fellowship, mm. I was super excited. It was just before Christmas. There's a lot of stuff in it that you hadn't really seen before, especially deep, amazing fantasy films. Mm. Yeah. We've been we've been stars for that kind of film for a while. Mm. Uh, and the characters were so good. Aragon is still proper badass. <laughs> but you don't like really long movies, Dave. Well, this is what I'm talking about. I think I get labelled and not liking long films. I hate films that don't use their time appropriately. <laughs> I think Lord of the Rings does. Okay, that's fair. And that's fair. Maybe towards the end of Return of the King, you think, "Come on now, end." But then they do the bit you stand to no one kind of bit, mm. and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, brilliant." Um, I think Helm's Deep is the greatest battle on film. Mm, Helm's Deep is brilliant. Uh, yeah, I, I love the world between the, the elves think, and the dwarves and the men. Do you think that maybe the first one of this trilogy slightly lets it down? Like Fellowship, just it's got like fourteen endings. Yes, but it does a lot of hard work of yeah. building. It's a world builder. Is it Fellowship that's and, got the really creepy Gandalf smile and in it as well? Like, like he's got like What's the is it is it is that the first is that or was that in the Hobbit when he got is Gandalf the White? No, that's the third one, isn't it? He gets turned to Gandalf the White, and then the he, that happens in the second one. He oh, dies right, in, okay. in the first one. Spoilers, guys. <laughs> well, he doesn't die. He falls down a yeah, big yeah. hole. He, he kind of dies. Yeah, you don't think he dies, but anyway, anyway, yeah. So, isn't there a one where he's like, there's like light behind him, and he's like, and then there's the, well, that's when the he Hobbit's that's when he returns and stuff. And... Yeah, that's when he returns in the second one. Okay, that's that like, always ah. like that always made me feel a bit icky. That scene <laughs> in Fangorn, <laughs> the forest. Yeah, I probably say all these wrong. I think Fellowship does a wonderful job of building the world, especially setting the difference between the different dwarves, elves, men, Mm. orcs. And especially, I really love it at the moment because I'm watching The Rings of Power, which we'll go into more on the end of monthly, which is 
very much that world mm. and the orcs are brilliant in it yeah i just think lord of the rings is superb especially when you put it next to the hobbit trilogy which they did a few years later yeah. and it doesn't look even as close don't as really have the source material for the hobbit though do you well i think the hobbit is one of my favorite books but it's but a it, very it it's is, one very short book it's waffer thin yeah yeah it's one very short book like it's you can't make three epic movies from that book whereas lord of the rings is three tomes of, of book. epic yeah movies. yeah absolutely They're truly epic yeah as well mm. it's very rare do we get films of that scale no no well, i i can't think of many before it well they've in my kind of living tried. memory there are some hmm. you know there's like lawrence of arabia and things like that have epic scale sort of before i was i was born but in my kind of living memory like that i can't think of anything braveheart yeah. maybe maybe like, you know braveheart was pretty epic and gladiator potentially but not a trilogy not like this and not no. like there's stuff in those films that I had never seen before, like Gollum. Mm. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, he looks not not as good. I mean, at that point in yeah, yeah, it was cutting edge mid two thousands, and Andy Serkis is so good as that yeah, as Gollum. Absolutely, I think I think it's genius. I think it's it's going to be probably. I say it's my favorite film. That and Star Wars does change on a daily basis. <laughs> so there's no way of picking two. Nice, and I'm a I'm a. I'm a yeah two three one man on this. Mm. I imagine good choices. Yeah, I th- I'm probably the same two three one. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think I think so. Nice. That was that's a nice way to end. You know, uh, if you've if you've all been listening to this and you think that we've missed a trilogy, or that we're wrong. <laughs> And they should be in different order, have. different order. We've definitely missed some. Tell us. Get on the Twitter. We're at Unequal Sequel. And we're also on Instagram at Unequal Sequel as well. Or you can send us an email, unequalsequel at hotmail.com. Tell us what you think. Let us know what your choices are for your top five trilogies. We will read them out in that end of month roundup special, which is coming next Friday. So Yes, it, yes, is. it is. I've looked at my schedule yeah. on Ooh, my board. Though. Dave's got a whiteboard behind his head with a schedule on it that he's very proud of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so really you, can, you can listen to that. Uh, you can check out our website now as well, www.unequalsequel.com. We'll be back very soon with Series 4 with our, of our interview episodes. Keep an eye out for that. Make sure you will never miss an episode if you go back to your pod shop of choice click that little subscribe click your download automatically download button and we'll drop into your into your pod shop of choice wherever you like to listen to your podcasts every single week and you'll never miss an episode and yeah while you're there if you wouldn't mind just giving us a little five stars gives us a tick gives a heart gives a like whatever it is you can do and if you can write a review people who listen on apple podcasts for example then please do we love the reviews we get all excited whenever a review comes in and yeah it's, it'd be yeah that'd be really nice of you thanks very much yeah well done mate yeah uh the apple people you know you can review us that'd be nice the, the spotify people i think there's a button somewhere you can click yeah that's five stars Gives us a th- thumbs up kind of they're thing. also on apple at the moment not on apple on spotify at the moment there is an option of telling us you can comment on our page so it's new and I don't really understand it because it's fang on like technology and with mm. me and Richard, but you can comment somewhere. Uh, yes, please be in contact, but I've got nothing else to say. Nope. Good trilogies, Rich. Yeah, you too, mate. And it's a chat soon from me. 
Nice. And it's a bye-bye from him. Bye! And then, guys, have you ever thought about writing a play? Well, now's the time. <laughs> You're not real confused. <laughs> get out there and write a play. Just, just go write a play. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Yeah. For the theatre. Like you're in year four. <laughs> There's not enough. Good ones. See you next week. Bye. Write a play. Honestly. <laughs>